Hello, and welcome back to Big Gay Nerds. We're playing Blades in the Dark. Uh, should we do introductions again? I yeah, I think yeah. that I think that's our policy. Unless it's, yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, my, my memory's not great. So, uh, I'm jamming. I'm Saturn. They them. You can find me at Celestial Mecca on Twitter. Uh, going in alphabetical order. Let's start with Fern. Hi, it's Fern. Um, I am also they them, and you can find me at Very Fern on Twitter. Uh, Levi. Uh, hello, I'm Levi. Uh, he they. I'm playing Flint. Alright, Sarah. Uh, hey, I'm Sarah. I play two characters. She, her. You can find me at Radio Inactivity on Twitter, and you can also listen to my other very cool podcast where me and my best friend talk about video games called The Gorge. Thanks. And as a technical violation of alphabetical order, but what Discord has decided to represent because of your display name, Owen. Yeah, um, I I decided to give myself like a fancy font on this, and apparently (laughs) Discord doesn't recognize it as an O, or rather it's a different type of O, and so as to come after everyone else's. But that's okay, I deserve to be fancy because I am the founder and director of Big Yes, embrace it! (laughs) You know what, you're right, I should actually be pronouncing your name differently now. Owen! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and i play for uh, the listeners at home it's kind of like a germanic style like <laughs> medieval kind of font um and yeah i play blondie the cutter and um i'm real jazzed about this especially because uh we got handed some supplementary material for this one which always Yay. it's always a good sign yeah so last time y'all uh while going through your downtime uh Decide, we're thinking about how you were going to get revenge on Adelaide Frog, who set you up with your first job and apparently uh, tried to cajole a uh, common crook and her thugs into getting you killed or otherwise dealing with you. Uh, rather than going straight for the throat, though, you've decided to uh, do like for like and try and sabotage her business. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'd know that the what you'd learn very easily, or perhaps already knew, since Ira has uh, those kinds of noble connections, is that the Frog household's only really bi- real business is a place up in, uh, I believe it's called White Crown? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, the, mm-hmm. the fancy district? Mm-hmm. Uh, a place in White Crown that's called uh, Frog's Fineries. A place where they sell all sorts of fine clothes, hats, accessories, even like books and art display pieces and things like that. Uh, you would know at least that it's not a particularly booming business, but it's still around, which is more than can be said for a lot of noble-run uh, enterprises. Mm-hmm. Um, but since it is in your hunting grounds, and also you have decided to burgle it, uh, you have met the qualifications for it being a preferred operation, which means that in addition to the plus one D that you're going to get on engagement rolls and also uh, any rolls to gather information related to the to the score, you all get an additional downtime action. Yeah. Uh, so let's start with Owen. Oh, wait. Uh, what all are you thinking? of us? I thought it was just like... Uh, oh, is it a single one? I do not know. Um, I couldn't tell, say? honestly. The wording you know is what? a little vague. What is okay, the wording? Okay, so... I say I'm gonna I'm gonna house rule that yes. it's all of you. Okay, cool. So Owen, lead us off. All right, mm, and yeah, so it's that plus we get a plus one to gather information rolls. Yeah, so mm-hmm. um, let me just look over my stuff for once. I don't have any um, like shit to do. I don't have to like heal up any additional stuff. I'm also pretty good for stress. I could just do training, but I kind of like the idea of doing something that is, like, specific to 
the benefit of you know it being within our area you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah um, obviously you get plus 1d for gathering information um you can also since you kind of know what you're planning to do if you were to want to like secure an asset or something yeah. or otherwise like secure like well i was gonna say otherwise like secure a cohort but that's technically also secure an asset so like, you can do a lot of things now that you know what you're going to do specific to the heist if you prefer. Okay. Um, I think unless this is something that would be better handled by just something I could, like, tick off of a thing, I think that what I should either I or someone else should secure is, like, disguises. Because there is an edge mm. that, um, like, Thalia and Ira, Adelaide has not dealt with her book them before um but But, like the other two of us um like we could like be sneakier about it Mm -hmm. um and it's possible that like the employees wouldn't recognize us anyway but yeah none of you have ever been there so unless uh unless like it's pictures have been distributed or anything you can safely assume that they're not gonna know you outside have any of us ever met mr frogue yeah actually um None of you have ever met Mr. Frog directly, but uh, Ira, I would say, mm-hmm. because you're the information broker, you'd know he's just kind of a... Like, you already know, like, from Adelaide, from the rest of you, that she's a, a younger woman who's not necessarily of, like, noble birth. Like, she's probably in the sort of the petty bourgeois, or whatever you'd call it, mm-hmm. who married into this kind of dying noble family that at this point is just sort of a older man and no one else mm-hmm. and she oh, yeah. you know she did the 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 thing that a lot of uh young men and young women do in situations like this which is marry into a family for wealth and prestige with the understanding that she's going to be used to continue the family line right uh you don't know that that she actually has a, has had any children with mr frog or not but you do know that mr frog uh operates this business for the most part uh, no. You recognize him on the handout as the kind of old-looking guy named Mr. Frog. <laughs> right. I, have we... I, I I might have zoned out for a second. Have we gone over the handout, like, for the audience? You sake? have not. So uh, we'll do that in character. Oh, okay, then. Um, um, but what it, well, I guess what I'll say for the audience's sake before we do it in character is that uh, because this is a preferred operation and because uh, I like to have maps and not have to fuck around with them too much... Uh, the gang's toadies, a la Amaranth, with some help from Cobb, were able to kind of case the joint and make, like, a rough map with places where, with notes of, like, where employees are usually found, uh, possible security systems, yeah. other locations of things, so on and so forth. Right. Hmm. You know, I, so I guess if you'd, if you'd want to, if you want to, if any of you want to ask, like, Amaranth any other things about the thing, it won't be a downtime action. You can just yeah. say that you want to do that and you can have a little scene. Gotcha. Um, you know, for all that, uh, all of my, like, going back and forth about this um i um if if everyone's getting a free action um i'm just going to do some more training if that's allowed <laughs> hell yeah what you're gonna yeah. train prowess i guess yeah yeah i'm just going to bump up prowess so now i've got i've maxed it out and i come back around to like having one left over and so do i boost one of my existing things or do i um, you have one in finesse so yeah. you could even it out or I you have could. two in each other ones which you could bump to having a base three in either of those uh yeah things, which is pretty are, potent those are all pretty good you know what even though i'm hoping this is another uh score where <laughs> i don't have to kill anyone um <laughs> 
<laughs> it's um you never skirmish know. skirmish is the thing that I do, so I'm going to do that. I'm going to manifest this as um the ex this extra time pops up because um uh Blondie is like really pissed off about being like double crossed in this way. <laughs> so yeah. he is hitting like the he's hitting the gym a lot. <laughs> uh, you're you're probably going to hang out with Marlene. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's um, like, hey, you got some time to train? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Spar, maybe? Let me yeah. work out some aggression? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. that's my thing, then. Um, if people... Have, <laughs> I'm not the gather information guy. I could right. potentially do yeah, some prowling, say, but... I say, also, if any of you want to, because it's still technically downtime, if you decide that you have two things you want to do, you can obviously, as always, spend coin or crew reputation mm-hmm. to do more things in the one, mm-hmm. but we don't need to spend too much time on this. Um, so next let's go with, uh, Levi. What's Flint going to do with his extra time? Okay, so Flint is a gather information sort of guy. So I feel like, uh, a gather information check with study or survey. Um, so I'm looking at the known associates down here. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, uh, Flint is going to ask Amaranth about the hats attendant. Uh, Amaranth, why do you believe that he is in the witness protection program? <laughs> uh, is it the eye patch? Uh, Amar- Amaranth kind of uh, uh, Amaranth's response to that is, well, there's uh, two big things. I mean, the eye patch is a pretty is a pretty big one, uh, mm-hmm. but mostly it's that he's very, uh, let's say, I have. It's my indication that a lot of the a lot of these folks are. Uh, if not currently, or if not current criminals, perhaps former criminals. Um, he specifically is someone I recognize from, you know, the neighborhood who didn't used to work up in White Castle, but or White or White Crown, uh, but now does and does <laughs> goes by a different name and doesn't and doesn't uh, actually uh, act like he recognizes me. Uh, hmm. So I, at first when I went in there and I saw him, I thought I was made, but he's. Uh, seemingly disinterested and uh, actually, you know, indicating that he knows me at all, which makes me think that he's maybe uh, one of those folks at the blue coats probably uh, paid off a bit to tip off on one of his uh, old criminal enterprises. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you believe, and do you believe the others are criminals as well? Yeah, the cashier. You can kind of see. I put on the drawing. She has these little marks near her eyes. There's yeah. this uh, there's this juvie gang in Char Hollow that does that a lot, and she kind of she fits the bill on that. The I'm pretty sure the two, the second floor attendant is used to be a red sash because she's uh, got kind of the demeanor, and she's also from that that part of the empire. So I mean, kind of just connecting dots on that one. Hmm. And the little one, the 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 Tykerosi guy with you know, and she points at the one with the kind of big uh, doe-eyed smile. Mm-hmm. And like, the horns. He he's you can it, I couldn't really communicate it in drawing so much, but he's that kind of person where like. If you look close enough at his smile, you can tell that he's only wearing it on the front of his face, and he's it doesn't actually reflect what he's thinking at all. Mm. He's very he's he has a a worryingly well trained uh, actors kind of gambit. Ah, yeah. I mean, I can't confirm that they're all pa- that they're all criminals uh, or anything, well, but it seems uh, like a pretty retail. good milieu. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you meant by fake, then. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure if you'd actually have the time to come ask me about it, so I tried to keep my notes concise. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. 
Well, I bet a gather information could get you more information about these guys, or at least one of them. I don't know how specific it has to be. All right, uh, so I'd say it depends what you decide to look up and the degree of success and so on and so forth. What okay. I think it will be is if you try to focus on one specific person, uh, you'll get good information on them, like, definitely. Like, even if you fail, you'll at least get something. Whereas if you cast a wide net, you'll definitely get information on all of them if you succeed, but you might not find anything if you fail. Okay. I'm just treating this like an actual high skill check and mm -hmm. not like the uh, yeah. the normal downtime rolls, so... So I feel Was that like something you'd like to do, though? We're friends with the Red... Or at least we've worked with the Red Sashes before, right? Uh, You've had dealings enemies. with them. I wouldn't say you're friends, but... No, like, okay. They're, they are aware of you and you are <laughs> They're the them. people that I sold uh, my ex's right. information to himself to so that I wouldn't tell <laughs> them. <laughs> oh, yeah, never mind. Okay. I was going to say, ac okay, ac I will say, actually, Ira, looking tenuous, at this picture... Uh, I will say, actually, Ira, looking at this picture, you probably do kind of recognize the second floor attendant. Nice. Like, you wouldn't know them, like, not their name, but, like, you have... This definitely looks like They've someone They've been in the room during before. a dealing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's a red sash. <laughs> that's a <Okay>. red scarf. <laughs> um, I think Flint will, like, work with Cobb to try to investigate that juvie gang. Uh, the cashier... Seems like the easiest person to, like, maybe flip, or at least have the least invested in this uh, operation here. So Seems reasonable. Uh, what are you going to roll that with? That's a good question. Look at their descriptions again. I say, I'd say survey, survey is probably better, because yeah. study is, like, you'd probably actually be going to, to like, talk to that person, or survey yeah. is, like, trying to find stuff out about them. Yeah, this is more about both, like, scoping out the area. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so just give me a roll for that, and I'll see... Uh, so, like, what, we'll see risky what standard? Oh, uh, yeah, I should say risky standard. I'm gonna, like, treat it... Like, I there's, there's like... I guess there's technically scope and, and whatever, but I'm just kind of going... I'm rolling with that. Don't worry about okay. it. Okay. And it's too stressed for an extra die, right? Uh, yeah, if you want to. Uh... Yeah, let's, uh... I'll go ahead and do that. I'll add that on there. Risky standard plus one. Because I only got survey one. Hey, there's six in there. Yeah, so all right. So yeah. this person. So you and Cobb, you since you know it's a juvie gang out of Char Hollow, you go to investigate. Uh, you're actually pretty familiar with Char Hollow because it's where a lot of the Scovlanders are kind of... It's not like it's not exactly a Scovlander ghetto, but like it's functionally a Scovlander ghetto. Um, and you're able to ask around a bit, and you find out about uh, this this crew. Uh, they're called they're called the thread cutters, and they would actually like basically steal things from the big textile factories in Char Hollow, and like sell oh. them on the cheap to, oh, to make their own profit. Cutters. I thought you said Fred Cutters, like Fred Flintstone. No, like, no, <laughs> but, they, but they would essentially uh, take take things from the textile mills and then yeah. sell them on on the down low so they could take the money themselves. Yeah. Like, pretty not too, not like, not huge crime, but obviously because Juveniles, they're a bunch of, yeah. uh, they're mostly scovish children and mostly the employees of said textile mill. The gang got broken up, like, sort of recently, like maybe a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, and you understand that's very likely that if you you imagine that some of them probably went to Iron Hook, but others probably just tried to get out and do something else. To, uh, you you don't really yeah. know why all of Mister Frog's employees would be uh, former criminals or mm -hmm. current criminals, but uh, you know at least this one uh, 
is probably not dangerous, and your original guess that she's probably not someone who is uh, super invested in protecting the fortunes of a clothing store is probably correct. <laughs> okay. Also, I'd say you'd know her name is Ada. Oh, okay. So you're, guess, you're probably uh, able to find like a, an actual like mugshot of her or something. Yeah. Like she was only in for like, a couple of days, though. Okay. So I guess Adelaide isn't the only one who like winds up with a bunch of criminals. You know? Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I guess we're just uh, useful. All right. So that's my action. Uh yeah. Right. And so you know about one of them, and you you know basically what I told you about that. Um, let's say uh, Ira. What are you thinking you're going to do with your extra turn? Okay, I definitely also would like to investigate a person or multiple people. I'm not sure. I'm between, like, trying to kind of, like, uh, to to investigate the clothes attendant and the second floor attendant, now that I know that they're a red sash. that. But then again, I might not want to be seen with a former red sash person, or else uh, Baz might get <laughs> a little bit antsy. A, a reasonable concern. <laughs> what? Yeah. A reasonable concern. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I think that Ira is going to try and... Uh, I, I think that Ira is going to try to, like, not to sound creepy, but, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but mm-hmm. figure out where the clothes attendant goes after shifts and, mm. like, meet them there. <laughs> okay, you want to actually try okay. meeting up? Yeah. Okay, um, in that case, I'm going to say, even though this is gather information, I'm going to say that, ooh, that might be a consort, maybe? Okay, cool, cool, Because cool. you're, you're kind of, hmm, because you're using, like, well, I don't know, shit. What, what, what is good here? Yeah, let's say consort. Yeah. Let's say consort. <clears throat> So, I'm, I was between like three different roles. Of the yeah, like I'm concert. talking to people that like hang out around there. I do also hang out in White Crown a good amount. <laughs> um, so like, and you know how to talk to red sashes and get them to yeah. like, just blow you off. So yeah, absolutely. Go, so yeah, go ahead and roll me a consort. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, no, no specific like uh, position or effects. Just whatever you'd roll for that. Okay. What did I get? All right, there's a six on there. Nice. Oh, so uh, you're hanging around mm-hmm. uh, at. In that part of in that part of White Crown, uh, I was going to say after dark, but really just after hours. I I think in the I what what I'll say is that you can usually tell morning because morning there's like a big heavy fog kind of blanketing the ground, mm-hmm. and at night, quote unquote, most of it has lifted and it returns in the morning. <laughs> that's so that's usually how people tell time is by how well they can see. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, ironically, you can see better at night than you can in the morning. Um, so at so once once it's around closing time and everything, all the lights inside are going out and everything's getting locked up. You see uh, this uh, person, you know, leaving, and they're definitely like seeing them in person. You can definitely tell like they've got like they're they're wearing pretty like concealing clothing, you know, full long sleeves, slacks, and everything. Mm-hmm. But like you can tell they're like really sinewy and muscular. Mm. Um, and you basically like catch them going down an alley and how do, what do you say to them hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> i'm thinking um, yeah that's okay take your time but you have this person in a position where they are like you can you have their attention because obviously you've stopped them in the middle of a of a 
of a alley or road or whatever. Hmm. I'm sorry that this is taking a moment. Um, I'm Not just okay, trying no. to be smart. Uh, so uh, if I might try to play it off like, oh, this is a chance meeting. Whoa. Like, like, is that? So like, oh, hello there. Uh, they're, they immediately kind of like take a step back and tense up. And they're like, I know you've been hanging around outside. Why? why what do you need? Who are you? Um, she squints at you a little bit, like she feels like she recognizes you, but can't place you, <laughs> but doesn't actually say as much. <laughs> um, so, simply a person interested in in, in your merchandise. I, I have many interests when it comes to you know the finer things in life. Then you should come back when the stores open. No, you don't see. <laughs> Damn it, I don't know how to flirt on spot. <laughs> that always happens when you play a flirty character. You're reckless. Be forthright. Just do it. No, I was more interested in meeting you. There you go. Uh, uh, the sh- uh, she clearly stammers, but like, why? I don't. I haven't. You don't I, think I, that don't badly think I, of yourself, do you? Uh, no, just please. I, I just, I don't, I, I don't know who you are I, or I, why you would want to meet me. Um, uh, should I use a? I'm gonna check in with my other players. Should I use a fake name or should I just hand this person their card? Mm. Also, <laughs> uh, I think it would be reckless for you to do that. Yeah, it, it would. <laughs> yeah, it would that's also, true. Also, depending right. on here's okay. Here's here's an angle. Um. If you give a fake name, that'd probably be better for the mission. If you use your real name, and especially if you give the card, it would make it easier to actually hook up with this person later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the, that's the thought. <laughs> I wish I had a reason to show up at the store later. You know, that's I don't. Point. I don't want to push. Uh, I don't want to push as a GM. I don't want to tell anyone what they should or shouldn't do. You did. <laughs> Take the reckless. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, by the way, uh, Errata, uh, we were actually having technical difficulties, and because of like a visualization bug, uh, their character did not have full stress. But since we've already kind of committed to it, I'm just going to give uh, Fern a fiat or two on spending stress during the course of the score. Yay! So, okay. Just so, just so the listeners are no. <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, I was gonna hold out their hand and be like Ira, Ira Glasgow and what, and what, may I please ask the pleasure of your name and she's like Ira Glasgow like she's trying to think about the name and she sort of grabs her hand very firmly and she's like wait, right, you hmm you, okay I know you, I know you, okay (laughs) Um, (laughs) of course you know me (laughs) And she says to you, uh, you can call me, hold on, I have to actually think of a name. I just gave, I just didn't actually write names on here, so I didn't think of any <laughs> yeah. unless they were going to be relevant. Um, she says to you, uh, you can call me Jenneth. Jenneth? That's beautiful, darling. Would you like to get to know me better? 
Yes. Jesus Christ. Uh, give me, this isn't going to affect like any information you gather, but just go ahead and give me <laughs> yeah, a, a fucking a sway roll on that. Okay. <laughs> Ooh. Oh. Oh. Damn it. Do you want to push yourself or take <laughs> yes, a devil's bargain? Okay. Are you going to are you going to spend stress to get an extra dice yes, I am. or are you going to just All right. Mark mark two stress and give me an extra one. Okay. Oh my God. Just an extra one dice. Mm-hmm. Yep, an extra one dice. That's the that's the trade. Okay. Okay, I'll take I'll it. I'll take a four. So a mix success. She's very like, she's very clearly like, she's not like head over heels or anything. But she's like, ah, eh, fuck it, whatever. <laughs> yeah, sure. Let's. Uh, there, I was just going to head over to a bar over in, and then she gives a street that's over in like Crow's Foot or something like that. Oh yeah, you know, I, <laughs> I've been there before. Um. I'm sure you have. May I buy you uh, a drink? I I would appreciate it very much so. Um, so we'll gloss over it, and I, y'all have drinks. Nothing comes of it, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But you do learn a piece of information from her about whatever. What are you going to ask her? <laughs> and I mean, like, I'm going to ask her how information, she fe- not like what her measurements like, are. Like, I want to. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna ask her how she feels about the business like uh, like just in a general like work talk way you know how you talk about work after after mm-hmm. after hours just like 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 so what what brought you to uh, uh to work at a place like that she's like oh you know i uh other than your good looks I mean, of course th- thank you uh i mean you know i was uh i've been trying to get out of red sashes for a bit i mean it's just it's it's a great way of living, but I also you know I have I have siblings to feed, and I can't be putting them in that kind of danger. And but it's you know it's it's hard getting good getting a good job when you're you know got gang signs on you that mm. you can't really get rid of. But uh, Mr. Frogs, he's he's great. He like he's he doesn't. It's not a very booming business or anything, but he likes to you know hire folks like me who might not you know, be able to get more respectable work in that part of town pays a, pays a fair rate, too. Hard to complain. Mm. And you don't sense she's being dishonest about that in any way. Yeah. Darn it. <laughs> not That's not Iris saying that, but also... <laughs> um, I think... Uh, yeah. So do we, ha- we have a pleasant evening, but nothing comes of it. Yeah, no. She has a good time. Uh... Uh, just sort of vaguely uh, says we should meet up again sometime, mm-hmm. uh, and that's about it. Yep, cool. Now, real quick, I just want to make sure: was that the clothes attendant or the second floor attendant? Since this is said- the second floor. Attendant. Oh, cool, <clears throat> nice, <laughs> perfect. All right, <laughs> Let, I, I, I'm pretty happy with that. So I know that like there's nothing beyond like. Like the fact that like they need to A you yeah. know her and B you know that as far as she is aware at the very least that uh the the staffing of criminals is a uh is a uh decision of generosity and not one of necessarily uh hiding secret yeah. gang shit in mm. the uh clothing store. Yeah, which is strange because there is that empty room, but of course I don't mention that to to her. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you don't know what's up there. Uh, if you had asked Amaranth, she would have told you that there's, like, the, the staircase goes up to a closed door, and, like, you're... It, it's very clearly marked as being off-limits, so... Mm. 
Okay. I'm happy with that. All right. And uh, I believe we, we got Flint, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Flint did gather yeah. information. So last but not least, uh, Thalia, uh, you've received word from Amaranth, actually, mm-hmm. that uh, Arden is all healed up and ready to tag back in. Yep. But you figure you still have enough time to get something done before she gets here. She's not going to have any time to actually do, you know, do yeah. downtime. But uh, you can at least get one more thing done before you tag out. Hmm. That's, you know, maybe a little disappointing. You were hoping to make more money than you did. But, <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, hey, this was only supposed to be temporary. So, you know, it's, uh, I mean, when you look at the stash, it's it's pretty decent for just a couple of jobs. So, you know, it's a start. Yeah, uh, you you you've worked, you've done. Re- you don't have to do real work. Like like, <laughs> husband is very happy to provide for your family coffers, but you have done real work, and it does not pay half. Like it does not right. even pay remotely as well as just a couple of odd jobs do. Just the downside is, of course, you are constantly putting yourself in moral danger. Yeah, of course, there's always the chance of being, you know. But like, hey, down is what, fine. You could. It's not fun if you don't if you're not at uh, like a good like solid like ten to twenty percent risk of just getting your head removed. You know, <laughs> it's so just has you call that good money then. Um, <laughs> so what's what's Folia gonna do with her free time? Uh, you know, you know, basically all you could hope to know about the associates aside from just like knowing specific things about you know the uh, the other two that you haven't covered, but mm-hmm. like you you have a pretty good idea of what the deal is here. Mm-hmm. Hmm. See, I'm wondering about some kind of, like, study-related uh, acquiring asset. Actually, mm-hmm. um, can I do a study role on the, on the map that Amaranth provided us to see if I could maybe, like, extrapolate away into that, that empty room? Uh, I mean, I can just tell you, like, from what you could possibly gather from this map, there's a stairwell up to it, and mm-hmm. no other way in or out. Like, you know from the way these buildings are built and how close together they are, like, that front entrance is the only way in. This okay. place probably doesn't even have windows. Okay. Aside from, like, the ones you'd front. have, like, in the front of the building to yeah. show off some wares. Okay. <clears throat> um, any ideas, y'all, in terms of, like, acquiring mm. asset or... Something that might be useful. Um, could acquire asset translate to ghost shit? To ghost uh, the, shit? The, the ghost shit is actually a specific action that Folia like, can do. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, you could acquire a different kind of ghost asset. Yeah. But the, ghost, the, the recharging Folia's ghost thing is like, a, a, is like a specific action to do that. Right, right no, I meant, um, I meant like, like what you Doing... did with like the scouting earlier. Right. Um, like getting... Like the contact of like a ghost in the area or something or a tool oh, that yeah. will let you do that. Well, a you can totally do that. I would say you could like uh, gather information with a tune or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, B you do also have a uh, demon and a jewel that uh, will tell you. <laughs> no, we're not talking about demon and a jewel anymore right now. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you say that. You say that. Well, you anyway, know. what's up? Um, let's do let's do the the first plan of um. Hmm. This is a weird question. Can I do ghost shit to try and um, disable alarms? Is that a thing ghosts could do? (laughs) Hmm. 
Um, it's a good question. I would say... Hmm. That sounds like you'd maybe have to... That sounds like something you could, like, have to find a specific ghost to, to do that. So maybe that would be, like, the acquire asset role. Rather than yeah, the- I was yeah. going to say, for the most part, as far as you know, because, like, alarm systems are a lot of time electroplasmics, mm-hmm. there's probably, mm-hmm. like, the ghosts are probably not going to be super down to interface with mm-hmm. a lot of that stuff because mm-hmm. it is materially dangerous to what remains of their, like, ability to exist in the world. Right. But, like, if you were to try and specifically find a, a specific ghost that could, that's a possibility. Mm. If you want to go for it. I don't think but... that's a bad idea. Sure, let's try it. Can I try an attune roll? Like, let's say... Um, sure, let's say it's an attune acquire an asset. Uh, Thalia is going to head down to the fineries like in the evening. I mean, it's always evening and dusk fall, but you know what I mean. After closing. When the, when the mist is cleared. Yeah. Uh, and um, hang out there and see maybe what she can kind of wrap her fingers around. Sure. So what I'll say is, for shits and giggles, let's say for funsies, um... This is going to be a usual kind of uh, acquire an asset role, mm-hmm. but what I'll say is because you are doing your ghost things and you have uh, your existing supernatural tie-ins with uh, not ghost but ghost adjacent things, um, whatever you roll, uh, your your tier is going to be higher. But and you can get a uh, a tier. So like if you were to say roll a four or five, you'd mm-hmm. get a standard tier of asset, which is going to be a tier one. Uh, in this, you get a tier two. Okay. I'll say that also whatever you roll, you can bump it an additional tier, but you will have to spend stress to do so. Okay. So, give me a roll. Uh, a tune. There's a six. Ooh, oh, wow. there's a six? Okay. <laughs> so We are really... Spending, uh, spending all of the good rolls right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> on a six, you get an asset that is your tier plus one. Yep. So, so you get a tier two asset for... In terms of effect. So you spend some time just sort of like hanging around the area, uh, trying to like get in touch with ghosts. And you are able to kind of zone in on one. Like you don't summon it, but you're able to kind of like almost get its like signal, if mm-hmm. that makes any sense. Yeah. For something that you could probably really easily identify as like the ghost of someone who has worked on alarm systems like this before, if not this exact alarm system. Right. Okay. Like it's probably not like super complicated, but it's also like th- if there is any that would actually interface with it in this way, you have one kind of on speed dial now. Hell yeah! Okay, and that's gonna be a a asset. So cool. uh, you can also like if you were if you were to decide to spend stress, uh, you could make that a better ghost. But if not, it's cool. No, that's good. That's good. <laughs> so the question is then how um, because. Um, I don't think Thalia is going to be on this heist. How would that... Uh, is that a thing um, we'll be real- able to use? I think, uh, realistically, what you probably do is you're able to, like, bind... Like, you like are really able to quickly, like, scroll together some usage instructions. Because attuning is something that everyone can do. It's just some people mm-hmm. are better at it than others. Right. Um, but you're able to actually, like, kind of, like code into like a little artifact of some kind like let's say it's a leviathan bone okay. just mm. to get a little bit dishonored with it yes. you're kind of able to like scroll some runes in there that actually like attune to that ghost's kind of signal and you like wrap some instructions on a piece of paper around it to sort of give arden or whoever else an indication of how they would use it to invoke that ghost sure okay mm. that works perfectly okay 
Um, cool. That, um, and that I think is that's, cool. I think that's everyone. And that means, as y'all are preparing to set out for your thing, uh, Arden's back now. Hey. Arden walks right... Arden literally walks in the door and is... Hey. <laughs> she, she probably has, like, a, a cool scar on her face that's, like, kind of faded a little bit, but otherwise looks perfectly normal. Hey. So, I didn't I think... know how long it would take to recover from a gut wound. Did you? It's It takes a while. Um, <laughs> welcome back. Lots uh, of guts. Lots of things that can go wrong. <laughs> Uh, we've got okay. So uh, first thing, who is this? Probably... Yeah. Okay. Oh, so two things. <laughs> Iris gonna oh. kiss Arden's hand. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Ira so Glasgow at your service, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, appre- uh, I appreciate the attention, but dear, quite like my sister-in-law, I am. Preoccupied with someone else. Just kind of like gives Ira a little pat to the cheek. Aww. <laughs> yeah, okay, so you wouldn't have known this, but uh, Arden was uh, part of our original crew, and wow, it's kind of wild that uh, it's kind of an original crew thing and not like just uh, our usual crew thing. Um, yeah, uh, Thalia's sister-in-law, she is very good at sneaking around and stabbing folks from ledges. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, she got, she got really screwed up the last time we went out on a big heist. And so she's just by and been recuperating. Thalia came in. And so, yes, uh, this is Ira. We were going to mug them, but it turns out they're cool. Um, <laughs> and they're they're a new face, not even a cop. So, well, it's a a market improvement. Then, um, <laughs> frankly, I'm impressed that you decided to even give them the time of day. I can't imagine the three of you trying to mug anyone. It was hilarious. I say that out of love. <laughs> it was hilarious. It- Thank you. <laughs> They're persuasive. That's why we brought them on board. All I can can imagine, frankly, is this idea that you just walked up to them and said, may we please mug you? It was almost like that, you see. (laughs) I like this one. I would say my my memory isn't perfect. It was basically literally that. If I didn't know Blondie and you said he was mugging me, I would believe it. (laughs) <laughs> I would just, just shrug, hand him all of my things. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, um, so you've been filled in about the uh, about the personal nature of what we're doing. Uh, today, yes, Thalia yes? did actually let me know. Um, and frankly, I am equal parts furious and not surprised. Uh, yeah, so I'm glad you can be here to get some revenge. Frankly, so am I, considering the the amount of physical duress we put ourselves in for that woman. uh, The Mm -hmm. least we can do is return the favor. Exactly. Uh, We, hmm, you know what? Thinking about cause and effect there, kind of got club killed in the end. uh, Because otherwise we wouldn't have had to blow up my ex. So, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What? It's a whole thing. It's a long um, story. 
I can see why you needed me. (laughs) All we had to do was talk to Mai. (laughs) (laughs) No, you did did not meet his ex. Uh, Explosions were necessary. Yeah. (laughs) Um. All right. So then I suppose, what are we... The question is, how do we go about doing this? So... I haven't been a part of the whole investigation thing. It sounds like all of the employees are both former criminals and maybe decent people. So maybe if you want to go when it's closed and we don't have to hurt them. (laughs) Do we know anything about like a night watch for the building or... Uh, I will say what you. I will say uh, what you do know is obviously uh, there's going to be exterior alarms at night, mm-hmm. and you know recently that blue coat patrols in the area have kind of been ramped up for okay. one reason or another. You're not exactly sure why, but in like the last week or so, the blue coat uh, activity in the area has gotten, and it's already a, like a pretty well patrolled part of That's the town. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. So maybe the safer route then is we pretend to be customers. Oh, and... I don't have to pretend. I want. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I think that might be. Since the second floor attendant is the armed person, and also the person that is that I have uh, mildly successfully flirted with, might mm-hmm. be it might be smart for me to go up and just like mm-hmm. just like chat friendly chat not weird but friendly chat of uh, of the second floor attendant trying to keep them distracted of course that was my idea last time i was going to say going upstairs and (laughs) talking with an armed person was your exact mo last time but i I have a basis a basic relationship this time it's fine yes i'm way less reckless now winks at the camera (laughs) Um, All right. Uh, Yeah, is that the plan you're going to roll with? Yeah, I actually can already kind of think of like if we can keep people occupied, we could give Flint uh, Thalia's ghost charm to uh, take out the the alarms. Mm. We can have Ira keep the second floor attendant busy. Blondie can maybe do something to keep the first floor occupied. And then maybe once Flint uh, does the the taking handling the alarms, the two of us could go upstairs uh, if we could be sneaky enough. I don't know. That's like my that's my off the cuff in 15 seconds general plan. Yeah, the thing is like the only entry to the second floor thing is through like the first floor break room right i mean the second floor in general can be accessed from the first floor but like the thing that we think is a vault is Mm -hmm. like through the break room yes Mm -hmm. what if like so just trying to use my fashion knowledge here what if somebody gets like fitted for a suit like that takes more than one person so that would occupy more than one Mm-hmm. I was just thinking about that. Um, I'm a big guy, and mm-hmm. so yeah. that makes it like me looking for clothes is a decent distraction. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, yeah. that's what you want to do. All right. 
I guess first, uh, this is... What's the engagement type skill? Um, oh, yeah. Assault, occult, deception, social, stealth, or transport. Oh. I think we're doing stealth, technically. Deception? Uh, this, or, this would, I think, be deception. You know what? Yeah, yeah. you're right. It's, it's deception. I don't know to what degree it matters, but what I will say is because of your uh, A, the fact that this is a, in your, this is a preferred operation, you get plus one. Okay. And because of the amount of information you are able to gather beforehand, Yay. you also get a plus one. Yay. So you are going to be rolling with, I believe, three dice. Nice. Nice. Uh, so whoever wants to uh, take the lead on that. I haven't done any rolls yet. Go so. for it. <laughs> Go for it. Right. Um... Does that right? Let's let's see. Now where's the okay fortune? You're gonna be rolling three fortune dice. Yep. Submit. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> wow. One one six. That third <laughs> die was the one that wow. saved our asses. Oh yeah. man. <laughs> So if you had decided to use that that uh, downtime to not do extra investigation, oh, wow, you would yeah. have just rolled a one. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh man! All right, so six means that you start in a controlled position. Cool. Uh, things go pretty according to plan. You go get some. Uh, the first thing that you do uh, before you even get there is y'all go get yourself some like sort of nicer looking clothes mm. so you don't look like complete outsiders in that part of town. Ira helps. And your act- Ira helps. Ira. <laughs> I think, yeah, yeah. Um, I th- like you don't actually buy anything from there, but like you get some like nice looking. Like you look like someone who works there, but doesn't have the kind of ne- doesn't doesn't necessarily bought any fancy boy clothes yet. Mm. Yeah, I've got my tea house outfit, which I can use, so I'm set for that. Um, part uh, of me is montage. so. What do we do for Flint? Montage um. of 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 everybody trying to make Flint look respectable. <laughs> Flint, Flint, I think it's literally. I think it's literally just like you have the idea of like you know what I should wash and condition my beard. And you do it, and it looks silky smooth. Everybody oh, yeah, to hold Flint down to like trim it too. Oh. <laughs> you I have just... to like groom the beard because otherwise you still look kind of kind of like a uh, world weary kind of disheveled old man but now in a sort of like intentional kind of way right. like i used to work at a bank I would it, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, yeah there we go so this is a look if you trimmed the beard up a little bit and got like a cigar you'd look like a fucking like a uh, big brained business executive of some kind <laughs> who's just like who's just so rich that he doesn't even have to worry about keeping up appearances anymore but as is you look just sort of like you worked at the bank until like maybe a year or two ago mm. and then retired into modest comfort <laughs> um um could I could could I just for flavor say that uh, Ira Ira gets Flint's measurements and this sh- then just shows up with like an okay nice decent suit <laughs> and just is like it's all right I have a hookup. <laughs> well, I think realistically, what happens is like you take Flint's measurements and like surprisingly they are like perfectly in line with uh, actually getting a suit in a generic size to fit and look good. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Perfect. Like, you don't even have to get it tailored. You're just like, oh, shit, okay, I can just go buy this in, like, a... Flint's one of those know, bastards who like a... can wear the clothes off the rack. Damn. Yeah, he's, it, he's like, oh, damn, okay, you're, like, a 38L or something like that. Mm-hmm. Just Amazing. like, bam, it fits perfectly. Oh. My Lucky. brain is, like, churning to see if I can get, like, a joke about, like... 
the fucking capital thing about how many yards of linen it takes to make a suit, but it's not. It's, not it's nothing radiable. <laughs> that, uh, if the, if this is a game with hero points, I would give you one for bringing Marxist dialectic into the into the, the game about robbing rich people. Um, but as is, right. uh, y'all show up at Frog's Fineries, um, and you just walk in the front door. And well, we're not all going to go in together like a herd of gazelle. I oh, think okay. I, <laughs> yeah, I think, I think it would I, be better if, if, like, I don't know, I think Ira I, and Blondie yeah. went in together. Well, you know, what, you know what, since Blondie rolled, Blondie, you tell me how you enter. Yes. Or yeah, how, was, you, how, you, how the, you have the group enter, rather. Yeah, I've been thinking about this. We would have to think of, a, like, a specific story if we all went in together, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if we all go in together and then immediately split up, that's maybe a thing. So I'm thinking that maybe... Since I'm kind of the main distraction, Blondie goes in first, then Ira, and then, like, Flint and Arden can mm-hmm. go in together. Because, okay. like, to, because in my head, if Flint is potentially passing himself off as someone who's, like, wealthy but disheveled, it makes sense that there's someone who is, like, helping him out, you yes. know? Arden's wearing a skirt for once. Uh-huh. Wow! Wow! First day back on the job, and you're not wearing pants, <laughs> as it should be. Um. So yeah, I think that uh, Blondie is definitely going to um enter, and he's just kind of he's going to sort of like be himself, which is to say, like a little bit like brusque and demanding. So he's immediately going to be like, "Okay, I'm." I need something that's better than this for a formal event, and I have not been able to find something in my size anywhere else. I'm going to need assistance for this. Uh, so you walk. So you walk in uh, into the little anteroom on the map, and there is a very uninterested-looking teen girl with like mm-hmm. little like black tear mark tattoos or whatever uh, on the corners of her eyes, and she sort of looks up disinterestedly and like. Uh, and she's like, yeah, go to the back near the changing room. Hey, Jenneth! Jenneth! We need help over at the changing rooms. We need a guy who needs a suit sized. Whatever. And she goes back to... She, you <laughs> see on the, on the thing, there is like a, like a fucking newsprint ass, like, basically, like, uh... I almost just want to say it's just Shonen Jump, but like, English <laughs> fantasy times. Oh like, my just god. Clearly, like... A, a, like a, a kind of thick book of just like newsprint printed like action comics and she just goes back oh. to reading it. Oh my god, it's amazing. Oh nice. man, that's so that's so good to me. <laughs> Victorian Shonen Jump is one hell of an aesthetic <laughs> in my brain. Yeah. Yeah. Are you sure around. it's not Shoujo Beat? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, it could be. It could be shojo B. Either way, the thing that is on the page right now is basically just a recreation of JoJo Part One. <laughs> Same thing. Uh, it's like identical. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, well, then he's just going to strut towards the back and see if the like, like clothed attendant or whatever can help him out with this. Yeah, so something strikes you actually immediately when you do this. So you mm-hmm. find your way, you go through the uh, the clothing sort of side, you go through the right side of the building, and Jenneth, the, uh, I, be- what, I believe, Eruvian woman, I believe is what it's called, mm-hmm. uh, the one who's normally listed as second floor attendant, she's mm-hmm. actually standing uh, where the the clothes attendant oh, no! is supposed to be standing. <laughs> and, uh, and she says, oh, right this way, sir, and uh, like guides mm-hmm. you over to the changing room. And she beckons over to 
uh, the clothing assistant who's standing where the hat guy is usually is supposed to be standing, mm. and oh. uh, they're like, "Oh, he's like, oh, we need a we need to do suits. All right, let's get it rolling." And this little tiger and this young tigerissy man uh, comes up and starts getting a bunch of like, like long, uh, you know, measurement tape and things like that. Yeah, I I I really like the. So there are these good portraits. So we I'm really I've got to make sure that people see this as soon as possible on our social medias. But like, I think this guy is my favorite because you've got some very expertly drawn like little tiefling horns mm-hmm. on him. Yeah. He's got a little, uh, for the listeners at home who may have not actually seen the picture, where it's going to probably go up before a show, but just in case you didn't actually look at it, he's got, like, little, like, Ibex horns. And he also yeah. has freckles and is very cute. Yeah. 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 Okay, so, yeah, um, Blondie is maybe So a these little... two... Yeah. So neither of the... Uh, well, so the thing you notice, which I'm going to assume you don't mention, neither of these two are where they should be, according right. to this map. Right. Yes. Um... So that's something that's maybe going to concern him in the back of his head, but he's going to just, like, plow forward, and he's just going to be a difficult customer. (laughs) All right. You are being very demanding. You are fidgeting around when, uh, he's, when, uh, while the clothes attendant boy with the horns is trying to, like, take your measurements and everything. Uh, so, what's happening next? Ira comes in, I think, next? Yes. Okay. Uh, Ira, you walk in, and the distracted clothes attendant, who has now actually been given time to do the spiel, says, Welcome to Frog's Fineries, fineries for men and women of high class. Get your clothes. <laughs> Only <whatever."> men and women? <laughs> she she looks up at you and shrugs, like, I don't make the, the mottos, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that, honestly. <laughs> I didn't pay enough to care. And so I'm going to ask after my friend at the cashier. I'm going to be like, oh, is Janet working today? She's like, yeah, she's uh, helping some big brawny guy back there get get fit for a suit. Uh, you might not, she might not be able to you know, talk or anything right now because she's busy. But uh, if you're a friend or whatever, yeah. I'm sure she'd be happy to see you. Absolutely. Is, does she have a break you know, soon? Or like, should I just like <laughs> she, she, walk she's over like, there? <laughs> she's She's like, uh, I think. I think what she says is lunch isn't for another couple of hours. No, mm, understood. I, I don't know when y'all decide to do this. I'm just going to assume that you did during business hours. So mm-hmm. I'm going to say it's yeah. it's like it's like a. I'm going to say it's like ten ten thirty equivalent. Sure. I'm gonna like head over and be like, like raise my eyebrows at this rude customer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so Je- so Jenna sees you and she's at first shocked a little bit, like, "Oh, hello, Ira. Uh, just uh, a moment. Uh, I have to be helping this customer get suit sized. Uh, I'll be with you uh, shortly." Yeah, no problem. I'll be in the hats. <laughs> All right. Um, so what I'll say about the hats and such, you would uh, Blondie would have also noticed this about the clothes if he was looking particularly closely. Uh, it's a lot of actually really like fine quality clothing of like kind of expensive material and like really lavish patterns, like lots of silk bricade and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I will say is that because of the kind of extravagance of it, you would probably correctly identify it as being a little bit old fashioned. Mm. Like it's a little bit of a new money style, if that gotcha. makes any sense. Yeah. Like someone who wants to show off that they can afford to get super ritzy shit. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the actually rich people tend to prefer more uh, understated clothing nowadays. Mm. Right. But, uh, yeah. For any for people who like ritzy stuff, like anyone who would want to wear like a fucking like 
like red velvet suit or whatever. Like you could get that done up here. Oh okay. hell yeah! Um, yeah. Mind if I mind Flint if I make a little like million world building pitch? Yes. <laughs> so uh, one of the like most whack thing of things about like old timey fashion, uh, specifically women's fashion, is that people were into the idea of like taxidermy birds yes. to put on like hats yes. and shit. But like yes. we are also in like the weird ghost time. So would it be like? Bats and owls and shit. Oh god, uh, yes. with an owl on definitely, it. Definitely, definitely at least bats. I will say. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I, I don't know too much about cannon setting aside from the fact there's not really horses around. Right. But there's definitely like a, a hat with a taxidermy bat on it. There's probably <laughs> like there's probably like a big like goat fur coat. That oh. Like, like, there's tons of shit like that. Okay. <laughs> Ira might... It is very... there. It is a lot of very, like, I have the money to afford to kill an animal and wear it instead of eating it. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ira might uh, occasionally, like, put on a very, like, ridiculous one and, like, pop their head into the changing room to make Jenna smile. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it, it works. You get one that's, like, it's a top hat, but it has, like, three layered brims that almost looks like you're wearing a bunch of top hats on top oh of each other. Yes. <laughs> and Ira fucking sells it. <laughs> just yeah, and and uh, and what I think happened is not to speak for Owen's character, but it definitely gets a chuckle out of Jeneth, and then uh, Blondie obviously is like, "Are you laughing at something or whatever?" And she's like, "No, no, no, no sorry, yeah, no, sorry. exactly." <laughs> <laughs> We've got the good customer, bad customer routine going on. Yeah, you've got a good customer, bad customer routine. These two are like occupied they are not they are they are being kept busy mm-hmm. okay. okay so so is it time for arden and flint to uh yeah try to get like in on this um yeah i okay. think we'll uh head in together like the idea of like an old rich guy and like a secretary or something um and just so you know, Flint in the middle, quite... in the middle of the cashier's spiel, Arden's just like, "Oh, we're just looking. Don't worry about it." Oh. <laughs> Flynn's looking around, very. She's like, "Yeah, cool." Uh, and then she goes back to reading her comics. <laughs> Ira right, is walking so... by with the terrible hat <laughs> and does not notice you. <laughs> You see Ira wearing just like a fucking. It's a now they're wearing a like a uh, green velvet bowler hat that has like a fucking pickle halb spike on top of it. <laughs> but like, there's like no attendants out here. Uh, yeah, no. The two the two attendants right now that are on the that would be on the first floor, uh, who are the clothing attendant and the person that you would also recognize as second floor attendant who shouldn't be down here. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are both currently attending to, to Blondie. Okay. And then the cashier is just sort of at the checkout desk uh, reading a comic. Oh. Um, because the balcony overlooks the checkout, Arden does look up to see if our missing uh, a hats attendant a hats attendant is up there. So you see someone up there. They're not, like not turned to face you. They're you know keeping an eye on the stuff up there because they're supposed to. The attendants are all there to make sure no one's stealing anything, basically, mm-hmm. and then also help. But the person up there does not actually like you can't see their face, but like they don't seem super similar to the hats attendant on there. Like they're not wearing a hat for one. Right. Actually, what I will say is currently uh, the clothes attendant who's over in the hat section is actually wearing that bowler hat. Oh, okay. Um, oh, the tech guy. But the the person up Just there, they're on kind his of. Horns. 
<laughs> yeah, a, a bit actually. Um, but um, the person up there, they're like kind of like a tall, lanky. They are a pale person with like lots of like with kind of blown back blonde like hair. Do not look like this guy at all. Like you can kind of tell from the side that they have that they have a shaved face, probably, or at least nothing on their on their cheeks like this guy does. Mm. Doesn't uh, have an eye patch strap around the back of his head. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. you don't see an eye patch strap or anything. It just you, as far as you can tell, it is not the same person. Okay. And it's not anyone on this on this sheet either, from mm. what you know. That's concerning. I was really talking up our toadies earlier, but this is... No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they won't get that raise after all. Yeah. <laughs> mm. What okay. I will say is that, you know, from your toadies, they spent, like... They looked at this place... They cased this place for, like, two or three days. Oh, okay. And the the, the, the staffing was consistent. Somewhat. Mm. That's Some- weird. That's weird, yeah, y'all. That's Someone that's must be sick. <laughs> okay. So, should we check upstairs, Arden, do you think? Um... Uh, the cashier uh, chimes in, having heard you, and is just like, upstairs you can find fineries, books, art, all sorts of things. The attendant up there will be happy to help you if you need anything. Yeah. Books. And she she says that while continuing to disinterestedly read oh, her okay. comic book. Uh, yeah, Flint. Arden is going to uh, take Flint by the arm and and Yeah, Flint breaks up at way. the sound of books. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Flint and Arden, you walk up there, um, you look around, you see the attendant, he's just... Uh, he waves and smiles politely. He's just sort of like a... He's like... not. He's not... He's like a... You wouldn't say handsome, but he's like a fairly sharp-looking dude. He's got, like, pretty prominent features and, like, looks well put together. And he, mm. you know, smiles and waves politely. And also repeats, if you need anything, please let me know. Um, okay. And as you look around, you can see there's a couple of bookshelves that have all manner of literature on them. There's some tables and seats over in the corners of the second floor that you could actually presumably read some of these books at. And there's a big table in the middle of the room that has some, like, kind of, like, end-table-sized, like, little ver- variety art pieces that you could potentially buy to make your house look a little, like, more classy. The impression you get from the store is that this is very for new money. Right. Like, the people who are coming here, like, I just was able, I saved up enough money through whatever means to get myself a nice place, and now I need to put some nice shit in it. Okay. Yeah. Hey, uh, Flint, could you, would you be willing to roll a, you've got study, right? Yeah, yeah. Would you roll a study, uh, or study this guy and see if you can tell if he's packing or anything like the that? Gu- Oh, yeah, check him for... Give him an ocular pat-down. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> see if he's walking in a weird way to see if he's, like, you know, carrying anything. Uh, so, yeah. See if he's uh, armed or not. If the second floor attendant was armed when they were checking it before. Sure. Uh, so what's that, risky standard? Uh, I'll say that's a... Uh, well, I mean, is- I'll say it's a... I know what you're going to say. Well, we did. It is controlled. The situation. Yeah, I was gonna say you're old. you're starting you're starting rolls controlled. No one's like suspect or anything. And like, oh, okay. He's. I, I I'll say what you can probably like really. What you probably really easily think to do is you can just like kind of like act like you're looking through the books and occasionally look over at him and give an eyeball while you think he's not looking at you or something. Like um, he's not like he is not engaged with you right now. So you can pretty easily. I'll say this is a controlled standard. Okay. So yeah. Like, worst case, I'm going to ask him, like, oh, can you tell me about these pieces in the center here? All right, mm-hmm. so we've got one die here, oh, a five. five. All right, a Not five. Bad. Mixed success on a controlled standard. So, uh, what I'll say is controlled, because you do get a consequence, but controlled means it's not really that big of a deal. So I'll say, like, you spend, like, I don't know, a couple of minutes just looking through books, trying to sneak 
Snake glances at him. I'll say the consequence here is that its reduced effect is what I'll say is because mm-hmm. like because you're not engaged with him and because he's like fairly distant, it's kind of hard to tell. But like you can tell also from the way that he's standing that he's like he's kind of tense. Mm. he's not someone who's just like hanging around waiting to answer questions necessarily you can tell he's like ready to spring if it comes to it right but you can't actually tell if he's packing or not okay okay that's uh that's enough but he and he doesn't notice that you have been kind of eyeballing him he's just sort of like you know He's, he's staring at nothing right now, honestly. Like, yeah, you yeah. probably steal a book and he might not even know that. <laughs> okay. he's, he's, kind of, so, he's just kind of vibing right now. And that back of the wall on the second floor here, is there any sign that like a, there was a doorway that was like covered over? Or is it just like, it was built like this? Um, at, at first glance, you don't see anything. You could probably try and do some kind of uh, study on that as well if you'd like to. But you don't like you don't see any like telltale immediate signs like, oh, this was painted There's over no. or anything. It's not like plastic. If it was like that, it's been de- it's been something that's covered long enough ago and well enough ago that it's not immediately apparent. Okay. okay. If you didn't have a map of the place, you wouldn't know there was room on the other side. Mm. Okay, so I think this guy seems pretty uh, intent up here. With both of the attendants downstairs busy, we haven't seen any indication that there's anyone in the back room. But if there is. If there is no one, we can work on the alarms downstairs. Wait, what? Like the alarms downstairs. I noticed there. Uh, there's one in the clothes section, one in the hat section. Both of them on either side of the uh, door to the back room. Mm-hmm. Both of those attendants are busy in the changing rooms. That's right. Uh, you would know based on having walked through there earlier that you saw the alarm boxes, and they're just kind of like what our fire alarm boxes would be, basically. Like okay. they're like a lever. They're like a lever in a box on the wall that they can pull. Okay. But okay. they're they you don't get the sense that like they're locked to the to the door necessarily because like there's a restroom in there. Like you can just go in to use the restroom. Oh, I didn't I didn't guess that. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So like the doors remember- aren't open, but they're like not like no one is guarding them or anything. And the alarms aren't like they're not door alarms, they're just alarms alarms. Gotcha. Okay. So they're like someone is mugging the someone's mugging us alarms. Right. All right. Now I'm remembering that my I have saboteur, which is when I when I try to wreck things, it's much quieter than it should be, and the damage mm-hmm. is hidden from casual inspection. Mm-hmm. Nice. I don't know how long it would take to like turn the alarms here off. Well, you've got a ghost. You, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say you, ghost. you did you did get hooked up with the digits for a ghost yeah. that you that yeah. as far as you know can be used to uh, interface with the alarm system in some way. The yeah. only, the or thing, at least the electron, or at least the electroplasmics. Right. And the only the, thing is, there's the, the they said you know they expect the the hidden room to be alarmed. <coughs> yeah, That's and the true. cashier probably has an alarm too, from what they said. Mm. That, that would only make sense. You you know, it's pretty standard practice for any business in this town to have some kind of silent alarm button under the. Yeah, the that's right. that's a good idea. There's people like the resurrectionists. Right? <laughs> <laughs> have yeah, you heard exactly. about those resurrectionist guys? They keep doing all kinds of crazy hype. Uh, they might have killed the governor. Oh my god. We 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 know they okay. didn't, but not everyone knows. That. Right. Um. Okay. So. To use the ghost, do, 
it's just like a it's just like a charm that um I think Thalia Yeah, you would just you would just like attune and because or something like that, and because you have the thing, I would say you get like it would be controlled because you have Right. Like I would I like the thing the 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 situation would remain controlled and the the uh, effects and whatever would probably the possible consequences would be reduced because mm-hmm. you're not actually like exposing yourself to the ghost field you're just invoking it mm-hmm. yeah. but so i'm almost tempted they said okay okay i think what we're gonna do or what i'm gonna do is go downstairs to that break room to the back room with the the where the bathroom is um, yeah sure and see if mr frog is even back there because things have yeah, been sure. weird um so that's what i'm gonna do so yeah, See you if go there's down like there. an alarm in there too. Now mm-hmm. that we know what they look like on the outside yes. one. Yeah. So you go downstairs, you pass the two attendants who are busy sitting up, and she's like, "It's like, oh yeah, if you need the restroom, it's uh, it's back there." And uh, she just sort of like goes back to uh, Jeneth just sort of goes back to doing what she was doing. Right. Arden, um, thanks and you for trying in. to find a tape measure large enough for uh, <laughs> for Blondie's <laughs> barrel chest, Blondie's <laughs> shoulders. I <laughs> say so you walk in, and so what you notice about this room is that like it's actually a little bit less nice looking than the stuff outside. Like the stuff outside has like yeah. fairly like fresh tile on it and like mm-hmm. nice uh, wallpaper. Um, this is a sort of very functional kind of like concrete floor kind of situation. There's like a mat that that's like there. It's just sort of nice, but then like the restrooms over to your left. There's some like oh I tried this on. I don't want to bother putting it back on the the shelf. A uh, little like table mm-hmm. on yeah. the other side. And while you'd expect Mr. Frog would be uh, sitting over in the little break area with some chairs and w- and what you can see is like a desk with kind of a coffee maker on it, he's actually just cr- sort of like sitting on the foot of the staircase that goes up. Damn. He's like, and, mm. and he says, well, hello, Missy. Welcome to my store. <laughs> <laughs> just a nice old man. Of course he is. Yeah. Um, you you would know that Mr. Frog isn't like very, isn't like super old. He's not like ancient or anything, but he has not necessarily aged well. Right. <laughs> he, he, he's like maybe in his mid sixties, early seventies, but he's look he looks about ten or fifteen years past that. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm sorry, Adelaide. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well she double crossed it, us, so whatever. <laughs> it's, a, it's it if you if you have to sympathize with Adelaide for one thing, it's uh the indignity for which she suffers to not have to live a life of squalor. Right. That's true. Um oh I'm just going to the bathroom. It's nice to meet you. Um, oh, of course. And he, he, uh, sort of does a little wave. Uh, you can tell from, actually, there's a sharp dresser note in there, and you can actually kind of see, like, he's wearing, like, a pretty, like, neatly fitted, like, little fucking, like, boater shoes and slacks with a kind of colorfully striped shirt and some matching suspenders and stuff like that. Oh, like, he's, nice. he's, he's put together for an old man. Good for him. Um, okay, y'all. The question is, do we knock out this old man and go upstairs? <laughs> I have a feeling that I don't know what would get like Ira is is very much focused on flirting slash doing the mission which was distract Jeneth but also yeah, keep like distracting Jeneth okay we'll, we'll but I, the alarms I, I feel like and... also like uh, uh, Ira would be good to uh, to start talking about what makes a good suit with this old man who knows how to make a good suit and like yeah, <laughs> get the old guy out of the room get the old guy out of yeah. the room oh use your yeah get his attention do you want to go do that? that but the thing is that'll stop distracting jenith well jenith, well, jenith, jenith is still jenith, helping Doctor. just occupy yeah, yeah. <laughs> because there's somehow they got short-staffed but not really because there's this other guy um yeah, yeah so i think if that could... there might be a point where if um 
uh, Arden is coming out and seeing uh, uh, Ira <coughs> continue to try to find more and more ridiculous things. Uh, and just was like, get the guy out of the room <laughs> or something like that. Just yeah. like, just like passing, not really like giving any notification, like any like in passing. They, there might be a like a quick like, hey, this is what's up, and then like mm-hmm. continue. Does that sound good? Yeah, yeah, that works. Um, just any way to, because what I think maybe we could do is. If we can get the frog out of the room and then everybody is, you know, occupied, then Flint can slip into the break room as well. And the two of us can go upstairs because if there's a vault, there's a lock and I'm not going to be able to get into that lock. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, I think lock picking is one of your specialties. Is it really? Don't. What I don't also you say finesse, is, like, you yeah. don't. I, I, what I will also say is, like, you guess, or I guess specifically, uh, uh, Amaranth guesses that a vault or office is there. Right. You don't actually know for certain. True. That's true. That's true. Uh, but I still think it'd be a good no idea to have two people go in just to be safe. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So what so. I will say is, uh, at least to move things along a little bit, is mm-hmm. uh, uh, Arden, you probably like go into the restroom, like just sort of hang in there for like a minute or so and wash your hands and leave. Right. Is what I'd guess. And then the the Mr. Frog just sort of chimes in like, if I can help you find anything or d- give you some advice, let me know. You seem like a nice young woman. I hope <laughs> oh, you no. I hope you're finding everything that you need. Oh, I'm finding everything just fine. Uh said slightly loud enough that maybe uh, Ira will pick up on it. <laughs> Maybe stick her, stick their head into the back room. Yeah, I think that that's what what happens. Although Ira uh, Ira does not uh, have any ridiculous headwear on this time. <laughs> uh, so you pop. So Ira pops in, and, and Mr. Fro is like, uh, "Hello, uh, hello, young person. I hope you're finding everything well." I didn't know people your age still shopped here. Huh. <laughs> I still got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, we can't knock out this nice old man. I mean... <laughs> I, I was going to be like, is uh, so I'm trying to like think of a name of any fabric. Is, is, is that... Is that a ruby and satin in your pocket square? Oh, you have a good eye. <laughs> and he actually like pulls out the pocket square and is like, "It can't beat a ruby and satin for accents." <laughs> it's true. It's got a nice. It's got a nice sheen to it. Goes with. It's just about everything. Uh, and he 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 coughs a bit. Like <clears throat> I have some <clears throat> ruby and satin ties and such over in the the. I think I have uh, accessories. Could you mm. show me? I've got a forest green outfit that needs some gold accents. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, th- I think you'll have to ask one of the attendants. I'm not so good on my legs anymore. Oh, I do. I do apologize. I, I uh, and like Ira is gonna kind of sit next to him on the stairs. Just, oh, there's not really room to sit next to him on the stairs, but you can, like, sit... He's, like, on the first flight, yeah. literally, so you can sit on the floor and, like, be next to yeah, him. Yeah, and Ira's just gonna, like, hang out and talk to him and try to, like, figure out, like, okay, so... 
Hmm. <laughs> How do we get him out? <laughs> I mean, you can just, like, try being, like, just, like, flatter him more, and then maybe he'll get on his, like, creaky-ass legs to help you out. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're a little occupied at the moment, but tell me more about these shoes. <laughs> oh, these? <laughs> these, these are made from... From a root from a Ruvian crocodile. <laughs> oh, it, oh it took quite a bit of finding. Crocodile. It took quite a bit of finding to get these. <laughs> oh yeah. Have you ever seen a crocodile? No, I actually have not. This is Ira, like one hundred percent being genuine. <laughs> I have not. <laughs> he he starts describing to you crocodiles as like these big horrible toothed lizards. Um, I will say while he's giving you this kind of spiel, you happen to notice that over actually by the break room seats, there's a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. But he's and you would assume actually based on the map that he would probably usually be sitting in it. Oh, mm-hmm. but he's not. Hmm. hmm. And, and while you're thinking this, he's like, but yeah, that's that's what it took to get crocodile shoes over in this part of the Imperium, you know. I, I can... No one, I, I can at least safely say, no one in no one in this whole town has feet as stylish as mine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, indeed. <coughs> so, wait, uh, uh, now, if you ever had any other wares, uh, wares with this this wonderful material, it's just so patterned and geometric i love it uh do you have any other wares that are made in this the beast's skin <laughs> oh well uh, i believe i have a, a derby hat of some kind oh. that, that i had one of my apprentices make for me um hmm. if you can bring me over my wheelchair maybe absolutely uh, uh. Uh, Ira 100% like just jumps up and goes over and brings it over. Yeah, he brings him. it over and yeah, so you're kind of like picking him up. He's like he's weirdly heavy mm-hmm. for how small he is first off. You're having some difficulty getting him to the chair. And uh so he's just sort of talking like and he's like, "Oh, you're you're such a nice young kid. A uh, nice young nice young and he just sort of kid you, like nice and whatever kid whatever works. you are you know, kid is fine you know i hope i hope when when my wife and i finally you know i hope if we get someone like you have you have you met her she's around sometimes i don't i don't remember if she i have it came in today uh oh uh, excuse me hmm I haven't met her. That's it. Although she seems like she must be quite a lucky lady. Oh, oh don't you know it? <laughs> but, if anything, I, I'm, I'm the lucky one, though. I got someone so charming and sweet who takes care of me so well. But I, I don't, I don't think she could make it today. If she hadn't, I think one of the. One of the help gave me my medicine today. I don't remember. Hmm. Mm. Mm. Uh, I don't think it's steer mm. steer him out of the room. Yeah, I'm gonna like gently like take him out of the room, and we're gonna like continue to talk about this like uh, forest. You actually green start outfit. to take him out of the room. Mm-hmm. You actually start to take him out of the room, and Jennifer actually like turns and sees you and steps and is like, "No, no, no, uh, Mister Frog has to stay back here." What? It's very, it's very stressful for him to be up front. Oh, oh, I, I, I apologize. We were talking about this this outfit that I have. 
Uh, yes, I can, I can, I'm almost done, I'm almost done with uh, the good sir over here. I'll help you find that, just, um, and then she kind of, like, actually take, like, starts to take the wheelchair, like, from your hands and scooch hmm. it back towards the stairs. Hmm. She doesn't just put him on the stairs, but, like, she leaves the wheelchair there. Saturn, and, uh, you... this is like playing a level in Hitman 2 where it all just keeps going wrong. <laughs> just, listen, you've got dice, brute force it. Uh, <laughs> no. Should I should I try to charm her into being distracted? Yes, you're <laughs> okay. a charm person. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna try so. to like like charm her like to a point where she stops paying attention to the break room. <laughs> just in general, like I think Arden is still around, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna just try to try to work my charm, baby. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> uh, this is still controlled. We'll say standard. Mm-hmm. Just is that would be would that be consort or sway? Uh, um, that's gonna be sway. Okay, please, please. Ah, four. Four. Okay, so four. So you're trying to charm her uh, while she's leaving. Um, I think you actually kind of be like, oh, it's okay. He can at least like. Uh, well, I I think there's at least there's a little bit of back and forth at least like oh maybe he can at least you know look out from from in here and say mm-hmm. a thing. Um, I think what happens though is uh for a moment uh Jenneth grabs you by the shoulders and just very firmly says Ira, Mister Frogue can't leave this room. Hmm. Ira, Ira. There's, there's kind yeah. of a there's a kind of look in her eye that you can't quite place. Weird. But she but then she goes back and just says. Uh, but, you know, obviously uh, I can help you uh, find uh, something that looks a bit like what he's got on once once I'm done with the big guy over here. Absolutely. And take your time, dear. It's not it's not, not nothing in, important or anything like that. And Ira just <laughs> like looks sad about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hmm. So what should we do? Maybe just ask him what's upstairs. He seems... Uh, we might just know. be able to. I mean, frankly, we yeah. could maybe just walk past him. He's so out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah. I I think Ira might try to hmm because uh, Janice leaves and goes back to attending Blondie, right? Yeah. Okay, so I guess Ira is gonna be like, "Well, it sounds like you're cooped up here. What's upstairs, by the way?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, you you like. A, you're looking over at Jennif, you see her flinch. She's still doing what she's doing, but she visibly flinches. Mm. Um, uh, the old man just starts going, oh, you, you can't, not upstairs, uh, em- em- employees only, oh, that's I, where. Oh, I understand, I was know, just. the employees, you know. Hmm. Uh, I was mm-hmm. going to be on like I wish there was a, a skill of diffuse of just like oh no 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 <laughs> I was just I was just no you can, I mean, you can I'm, I'm just I'm just I'm just vamping yeah. you can like, continue <laughs> just, he, he's just like oh, it's, impl- it's employees only oh. you seem you seem wonderful but I mean you don't you don't work here <laughs> not yet <laughs> <laughs> well would you uh, so what what does it take to get a job here <laughs> oh. oh well. I mean, normally I would probably just hire you right on the spot, but I, I'm a, as you can see, I'm full up. I've got, I got Jenneth here. I got Ada out in the cashiers. Mm. I've got, I've got uh, Daryl. He's he's helping that man out there get fitted. I think I saw, and yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't hear about a guy with a knife patch and a bowler hat. You know. <laughs> hmm. 
Mm, okay. What if this is just the guy with the eye patch and the bowler hat with his disguise on? I'm sure if that's what Ira thinks, there's some kind of fucking role you can come up with to insinuate that. He says, but. Sorry, continue what you're going to say? No, you go ahead. (laughs) I'm sorry, but I. Not today. Oh, I understand. Absolutely. And uh, besides, I have all the no. I'm, I'm, I'm no. This is not good. Never mind. I was about to be like. Besides, I have all this crime I need to do. <laughs> like trying to like for <laughs> the case. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, I'm not gonna be mean to this old man. I can't. <laughs> well, I am. Flint's just go in there and knock him out with some kind of powder. No. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, I can totally have some like sleep powder or something. Just yeah. I can have trans so I, mean, I mean, again, I will remind you, he is not like you haven't tried to go past him. He is not in yeah. a place to stop you. Mm-hmm. Right. I just don't. But if he shouts, is the thing. But I mean, he's yeah. also completely out of it. So we could just. I mean, I could just walk up there. Maybe while well, Ira's yeah. talking, I mean, Ira's talking to him. Maybe I yeah, just, just, uh, yeah. just Fuck try it. it. Fuck it, Ira, keep talking to him because Arden's just gonna <laughs> yeah. walk up there. So tell okay. me, uh, tell me about this watch that you have. I've been watching, <laughs> looking at it. Actually, can and- she do? Can can Ira do some kind of like sway or something to like for real, for real, keep him occupied? I'll just say he's occupied. Okay. He's, he's, yeah. he's senile. Okay, like, he's senile. You know, cool. Oh, this. Uh, well, this is actually something of my grandfather's back when. Back when, you know, the Shavargas still lived over in Six Towers. Yeah. One of them was a watchmaker, you see. Very good at it. Okay. And he, he starts regaling you. And uh, what I'll say is, uh, Arden, you uh, probably start just slipping by him. He does not seem particularly mind you. Jenneth comes back in again like, no, 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 employees only. Come on, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> ah. Okay. I'm going to have to ask you to come back down. All right. Okay, so it sounds like Jenneth is the problem. Or, yeah, like, so like I you know from the 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 map indicates that Jenneth is very perceptive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you would know uh, at least if she's a former red sash. That means like she's probably got like eagle senses. So like we haven't been rolling uh, just not a whole yet. lot. So, no. so what if if I made a concerted effort to like take up the downstairs attendant's attention? I'm thinking, like, honestly, command would not be bad for this if I'm just being a bossy customer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, sure. And then, like, if, if like, you and Flint wanted to do, like, a team stealth or something. Yeah. Sure. Okay. I'm So, yes. yeah, give me a command. Uh, I'll say at this point it's getting, I think, I think the situation has devolved too risky at this point. Gotcha. Because yeah, something is, been, something is clearly something's happening. Up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And Mm -hmm. also, like, for the lot of you, like, Ira, and then, like, anyone who's been upstairs, like, there's just something that doesn't feel right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, so I am uh, rolling command. I've got the one die in it. Um, uh, Is it... Is Risky standard? Uh, Yeah, I'll say Risky standard. Okay. Submit. No bonus dice. Three. Oh, is that a failure? I forget. That is a failure, my <laughs> friend. Can I, uh, can I take a devil's bargain or stress? Sure. 
Um, which would you prefer, stress or devil's bargain? Do you have a devil's bargain in mind? Because otherwise I'll go stress. Devil's bargain, um, you'll get what you want, but the situation afterwards will degrade. Um, everyone okay with that? I mean, the the situation is already going to degrade no matter what. By situation, I mean specifically the position you are currently in, which is currently risky and can only degrade to desperate. Desperate. Um, I'm going to take some stress. I've only got two stress right now. (laughs) Okay. And I'm going to, and I'm just going to hit roll command again because I've only got the one die. Okay. Sure. Submit. 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 Five. Okay. Uh-huh. Five. A mixed success. We're very so, on a risky standard, a mixed success. So you are getting increasingly demanding. You are asking mm-hmm. for hats and belts and ties and such. Mm-hmm. And, exactly. Uh, and Daryl and uh, Jenneth are just struggling to meet demand. Um, what I think is happening here, obviously, is... So they're all doing this. Um, let's see... Yes, okay, I know what's going to happen. So, make success on a risky standard. So you are getting increasingly demanding, uh, like, even even the little, like, the 15-year-old girl from the, the front desk, like, she has at this point come back and is, like, starting to, like, retrieve hats and shit because, <laughs> you know... Uh, she she knows the sound of we need the full staff here. Right. Guy on the second floor still he, he you do not even hear him moving up there. Right. He, you do not even hear sound footsteps. He's just chilling. And so this is all happening. And Wallace is happening. Uh, Ira, you're still you know chatting with the old man, and he says, "But yeah, you, you can't go up there. I'm actually we're training someone new. I think uh, he he came earlier. He I think my wife maybe. Hmm, I don't remember." Gave me this, gave me, gave me a medicine today though, which was great. I don't think wife wasn't around to do it, obviously. And mm. I'm not sure if it was, I don't know if it was the right one though. I, usually I can stand on my feet for at least a little bit, but I'm still not. How'd you get on? Not feeling. How'd you get on the? Not feeling so good. Do you remember how you got on the stairs? Oh, he. He he's like kind of like he's he's breathing a little bit shallowly, a little bit hard. Oh, he's like, and he's like. Oh, uh, we had one of the new hires. She had to go. She had to go to the to the room to the room, and mm-hmm. I set me up here after I had my medicine, and mm-hmm. and she went up to the room, and and Ira, as he's saying this, uh, you notice something, which is that on his like little pastel colored striky T-shirt, you notice there's these there's like tiny little red pinprick spots oh, starting to appear on the front. Like at first there's just one, and you think you're seeing something. and But then there's two, and then four. And he's just like, but I I don't think... I, she gave me my medicine, but it was... It wasn't... Jenneth! Jenneth! It, 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 um, and what I'm going to have you do right now is roll fortune. Oh, Uh-oh. boy. Give me 1d6. Okay. Just like a d6, I or just right? you. Mm-hmm. And just give me a, stra- a f- that fortune roll. Just one? Mm-hmm. That's a failure. <laughs> oh, no. So, oh dear. You start. So you car- you start calling to Jenneth as uh, this this old man is wearily just sort of going into a delirium, and while you are turning away, the old man explodes. What? Oh. <laughs> and a and a and a bunch of spikes, like little cactus needles, just skewer half what of the your body. Fuck. 
take the level two harm pincushion. What the fuck? <laughs> oh no. Oh man. Jenna? Tune in next week to Big Gay Nerds. Big Gay Nerds is made possible by our Patreon supporters. We would like to give special thanks to Alexander Messick, Calvin Cox, Evelyn Nadia DuPont, Frank L., Jack Toops, Jarnope, John the Book Hoarder, Lori Dean, MC Verdandi, Ollie, Patrick Moore, Sean Kelleher, Thor Holmquist, and Trashy May. If you would like to join their ranks and gain access to special content, simply visit us at patreon.com slash biggaynerds and donate at the Lauded Gay Nerds tier. If you'd like to support us for free, spread the word on social media. We're at Big Gay Nerds Cast on Twitter and just Big Gay Nerds on Tumblr and Facebook.